Chapter 13 of The Boxcar Children, Fast Work. So here I go. Mr. Carter spoke. I think your grandfather will be glad to help. I can go to Greenfield and tell him the whole story. He looked at this look. He looked at his watch and got up quickly. Goodbye, children, and the best of luck. In one minute, he was gone. Then he said, Mystery men work fast, don't they? And there's just one thing wrong, Jane said. Aunt Jane didn't want Grandfather to come to her, come to her ranch. Maybe she will be angry if he comes to help us. Glad, said Mr. Pond, laughing. She ought to be thankful if he if he will come. She won't like it when people begin to go across her way. Uh, the children were quiet all the way home. They were wondering how to tell Aunt Jane. Let's not worry, said Violet always work out all right for us, but even Violet was in for a surprise. Watch met them at the back, watch met them at the door, barking and wagging his tail. Maggie was smiling in the kitchen. Aunt Jane was laughing at them from the front room. She was sitting in her long chair all dressed. The children had never seen her dress before. Dear Aunt Jane, cried Violet, you are up and dressed. I have never, I was never so glad in my life. She bent over and kissed the old little old lady. Aunt Jane was surprised at her kiss, but she was very pleased. I'll bring the kitchen table in here, said Henry. Why did it why not eat on the table that that is in here? But that is your very best table, said Jessie. It's at your table, remember, said Aunt Jane. I'd like to eat on it if you want to use it. A happy family sat down to supper that night. Now, tell me everything happened in Stony Creek, said Aunt Jane. The children took turns. They told everything. They told her the fine man, the mystery man was. They they passed quickly over the three tooth men because they did not want to want to frighten her. They caught them anyway. They caught them anyway, said Benny. So no more trouble from them. At, at last, everything had been told except one thing, Grandfather. About these strangers, said Benny. Mr. Carter says this place won't be quiet anymore. Everyone will come to see Raymond, and maybe some will take away rocks, Aunt Jane nodded. 
what does he think we ought to do? He says we can't take care of it ourselves, began Henry. We must have help from some man who can do things in a big way and who has money to have a mind of. Aunt Jane said slowly, I know one man who can do it, my brother James. For a minute, the children could not speak. Then, Jesse cried, Oh, he could, Aunt Jane. And now, I wonder if he would, said Aunt Jane, after the way I've treated him. I'm sure he would, said Jesse excitedly. Well, I hope so, said her aunt. I could never stand hundreds of people running all over my ranch, your ranch. I'll send your grandfather a night letter. If you will write a night letter, said Henry, I'll take it to Tom Young's house and have him send it tonight. You care a lot of your grandfather, don't you? asked the old lady with a sharp look. And we care a lot of you too, said Henry. Get me some paper at once, Henry, said Aunt Jane, before I change my mind. The children were very quiet while their aunt wrote a night letter. They were afraid every minute that she would change her mind. Listen to this, she said at last. Will you take over all business of the uranium fields now owned by your grandchildren? For once, I am glad to have you for a boss. The children and watch and love, Jane. Perfect, said Henry. Next morning after breakfast, a telegram came for Aunt Jane. She read it aloud. I shall be glad to take over this business. You do not have to see me. Decide how much land you want to keep for yourself, and we will build a fence around it. I will send a guard for the house. James Alden. A guard for this house, cried Benny. Isn't this exciting? Jesse called. Look, here's the car already. The car was full of telephone men. One of them asked Aunt Jane very politely where she wanted the telephones. Telephones? asked Benny. Are you going to put in two? We have to put in four, he said. I guess you folks don't know what you are in for. No, I guess we don't, said Henry. I think I had better go to town and telephone grandfather now. I may not have a, a chance a chance letter. Henry left with watch. How wonderful it was to talk with grandfather. Now listen carefully carefully, Mr. Alden said. Your aunt's ranch must always be kept a pleasant place for her to live. So when you have time, let her decide where the fence should go. Then he then she could always do anything she wanted with the ranch itself. 
Do you understand? I think so. You mean we still might want to run the ranch? Exactly. Henry noticed that his grandfather still called the ranch hers. He also knew that he must get right at the fence. That when his grandfather said, when you have time, he meant right away. Henry went back to the ranch and told his aunt what Mr. Alden had said. Grandfather wants us to divide where that fence shall go. I know already, said the little lady. There is a plan on the ranch. I have marked where I want the fence to go. Aunt Jane listened. Here comes another car, she said. Poor Aunt Jane, said Jessie. You'll never get any rest. That's grandfather for you, said Benny. The men went were sent by Mr. Alden to put up the fence. Henry was glad that his aunt had a plan ready in time. Jessie asked, Do you want to Henry to carry you to bed, Aunt Jane? No, I want him to help me to to the kitchen window so I can see the cars drive up. I want to see everything. Henry took her to a big easy chair by the kitchen window. Doesn't grandfather work fast? asked Jessie. He always did, said her aunt. Once he worked too fast for me, but not now. Here comes another car. I just can't believe it, said Violet. We'll never get any work done. Bunny came in to tell the news. His face was red with excitement. The guards are here, he shouted. They will stop people from knocking on our door all the time and asking us about the uranium. They say we will get tired of it, but I wouldn't. Would you, Aunt Jane? I'm not tired of it yet, said Aunt Jane. So that was chapter 13. Bye guys, see you later, see you later, see you later, see you later. Bye guys!